This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Curious Plot, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more online at curiousplot.agency. Good Wednesday afternoon, I'm Hannah Pagel. Environmentalists and the meat industry are calling on EPA to provide more time to submit comments on a proposal to regulate discharges from slaughterhouses and processing plants. EPA published the proposal yesterday and held a public hearing today. The next hearing is scheduled for January 31st. Larry Baldwin is the North Carolina CAFOS contractor for Waterkeeper Alliance. He says EPA needs to improve its communication with stakeholders and hold hearings in local communities where the facilities are located. EPA only scheduled two public hearings on the rule, and the first hearing is a virtual hearing that is scheduled for right now after the proposed rule was published for public notice in the Federal Register on January 23rd. The deadline for registering to listen or speak at the virtual hearing closed at noon on the day the public notice was actually put into the Federal Register. This is not meaningful public engagement and is completely unacceptable. EPA must provide additional meaningful opportunities for impacted communities to engage in the rulemaking process, such as holding hearings in those very communities. Because again, in many cases, even a virtual public hearing is not sufficient. Michael Formica with the National Pork Producers Council agreed with Baldwin and is calling on the agency to extend its comment period. EPA only published this proposal yesterday. Uh, they provided wholly insufficient time, less than 24 hours, for the proposal and its supporting documents review prior to this public hearing. The agency needs to strive to add more public hearings for farmers. And uh, amazingly, I seem to agree with uh, Larry Baldwin and Waterkeeper. I don't know uh, that there's much we agree on, uh, but there's uh, insufficient opportunities. This is uh, insufficient due process for all of the impacted stakeholders. Formica also says EPA needs to do more extensive outreach to producers who rely on the meat and processing facilities that would be impacted by the updated regulations. EPA's rule uh, risks significant disruption to the nation's livestock markets, and farmers are only just beginning to learn about it. The economic estimates that the agency has provided are insufficient and don't adequately account for the harm that will be caused to farmers and nation's agricultural economy. The economic harm, the type we saw during the COVID emergency, packing plants for shutdown was absolutely devastating to the nation's agriculture sector. In light of the current economic crisis many of those farmers are facing today, EPA's rule has the real potential to put many, many farmers, especially small and independent farmers, out of business and drive massive further consolidation of the nation's livestock markets. Finally today, Farm Bureau delegates wrapped up their annual convention by voting to support a capped year-round ag labor program. The move represents a shift in the organization's policy, according to Farm Bureau President Zippy Duvall. Duvall tells AgriPulse that despite the vote in favor of a capped year-round program, Farm Bureau would be opposed to adding caps to the H-2A program for seasonal work. Uh, any, you know, we had no lead way that we could support a cap in any way, uh, and now we have the opportunity to discuss it and, and uh, uh, negotiate a cap maybe for something else that, that we aren't willing to move on. Duvall says the organization needs to get a better handle on the ag industry's year-round needs. We're always concerned about any cap coming in that area because this is the biggest limiting factor that American agriculture has and, and, and uh, one, to cap it could cap the opportunity for us to grow and continue to 
produce the food and fiber for this country and which affects the food security. And, and the second thing is if you uh, turn your, if you decide not to solve this problem, you're actually turning your back on the farmers because uh, we're in a very difficult place not having enough laborers. Spencer Chase has more on the ag labor and other policy changes from the Farm Bureau Convention in his story in this week's AgriPulse newsletter. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by Curious Plots, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more at curiousplot.agency. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Pagel.